0: Alright, it's the Thursday edition for NBA games and two NFL games to talk about. Welcome to the Sportsline Daily Fantasy Podcast. And here, I, here we are. Adam Azer with Heath Cummings and Mike McClure. Oh man, how can you guys recommend a player that only played 16 seconds last night? What kind of logic is that?
1: Terrible. Terrible. Uh Obviously, you're talking about Jordan Bell, and I think we should be finished talking about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything nice to say about that, and I don't believe we've ever used the bleep out on this podcast before. I'm going to try to keep that streak
0: going. Yeah, no, it's a shame, and we obviously feel bad for Jordan Bell. Um, but uh I had him in... Two of three lineups yesterday, the ones that you guys gave out on the air. And, of course, those two did not cash. But the other one did. So I would like to, you know, that was Steph Curry, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Levine, Clarkson, Caspi, Durant, Aldridge, Blake Griffin, and Willie Reed. That one cashed in a FanDuel 50-50. So, you know, I'll I'll let you guys off the hook. It was a tough break with with Bell getting hurt 16 seconds into the game. How was last night for the two of you? I want to clarify
2: that when we tell you almost every show these are the lineups we're giving at 130, these are not the exact lineups you should play, mm-hmm. and you continue to play them, you're never letting us off the hook. We're never on the hook in the first place.
0: Fair enough. But okay. But you it still was, you still had Jordan Bell in a lot of lineups last night, right?
2: It was better than I thought it was going to be When after Jordan Bell got hurt. I kind of thought when he got hurt, I was probably, because I had him on FanDuel in like 65, 60% of my lineups, which is even more than the high ownership that he had. I figured I was done. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of decent lineups still. Good.
1: Good, good. I had a, actually turned out to be a really pretty good night for me because of the Jordan Bell injury. Uh, I had him on a lot of teams. I still cashed with him on a couple teams. Uh, but I had a few teams that did very well that didn't have him. You know, when 50% of the field takes a zero, that, that right. really helps. Uh, so I pivoted from Jordan Bell to Jermichael Green late uh, last night after Mark Gasol and Brandon Wright were ruled out for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and that helped a lot. So it was actually a pretty good night. And I, I had zero Jordan Bell on DraftKings. So ended up being pretty good over there. Oh, wow,
0: congratulate. We're so happy for you, Mike. Way to go, Thank you. man. <laughs> All right. Mike is at Mike5754 on Twitter. Heath is at HeathCummingsSenior, HeathCummingsSR. I am at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R. Let's get to it. Must play of the day for Thursday. We'll start with NBA. We'll give some NFL lineups later. Who's the must play?
1: I'm going with Isaiah Thomas. Uh, this is a great spot for Cleveland point guards. Orlando ranks 30th in the NBA in terms of defense first position. And got a little drama, so this is a spot where Isaiah Thomas typically is going to step up. Uh He's priced as if he would have a minutes limit, but we kind of saw that go away. So I'm projecting him for 34 minutes here, making him a must play at 5,700.
0: Sweet. Heath, how about you?
2: I will stay in that same game, but go on the other side. Aaron Gordon at 7,500 on FanDuel has not been very good as of late, but he has played 38 minutes in his last two games. He's played 30-plus minutes basically every night that he hasn't been punished for breaking team rules. The Cavs are not good against any position defensively. They're really not very good at all against the power forward position. So I like uh, Aaron Gordon quite a
0: bit here. So if you start both FanDuel and DraftKings with Isaiah Thomas and Aaron Gordon, they are priced exactly the same on both sites. And it leaves you with, on DraftKings, $6,133 per player. On FanDuel, $6,686 per player after Isaiah Thomas and Aaron Gordon are in your lineup. Uh, all right, must play is Thomas and Gordon. Stay away is who?
2: I'll take the easy one and say James Harden. He is going to be coming back from his entry tonight. He is going to be on a minute's limit. I know that his ownership will be low, and it's James Harden, and his price is lower than you're normally seeing. Even James Harden in 25 minutes is not going to justify
0: 10500 and he is the most, uh, second most expensive player on both Fanduel and DraftKings. So, right. Mike, who you got? Stay away.
1: Um, this is always risky, but I'm going to stay away from LeBron. Yep. Uh, LeBron scored 76.5 fantasy points the last time he played Orlando. Uh, it's a four game slate, going to be very popular, but I just can't get there at 12,500. Uh, I think that it's a very easy situation where you can just pivot to Jimmy Butler if you want to pay up at small forward. Uh, so, you know, I expect LeBron to be 50% owned or more. You know, he's over 60 the last two games, and like I said, 76 against Orlando last time out. Uh, I will be fading LeBron James in most of my lineups tonight, and it's either gonna be a really nice night, or my night's gonna end pretty early.
2: <laughs> this is a really unique slate, which they're, every, every slate is like a snowflake. Mm-hmm. And different than any other slate. But this one in particular, because we've said on this short time we've had this program, on three game, four game slates, I want to make sure I get some studs because if you miss the highest scoring player of the night, it's gonna be really hard to make that up. But as I look at the studs on this slate, I agree with Mike. I don't want to pay LeBron play LeBron at twelve five, two thousand more than any other player on FanDuel. I don't want to play James Harden on a minutes limit. I don't really want to play Chris Paul at an inflated price for without James Harden when Harden's going to be there for two-thirds of his minutes. I don't want to play Joel Embiid against Al Horford. Damian Lillard gets a Pacers team that has been incredible against point guards here recently and pretty good all year. Victor Oladipo, maybe, but he's going to have C.J. McCollum. It's not a great night for the
0: studs. Well, there's one you didn't mention. That's true. Jimmy Butler, is he a must-play?
2: I, I have nothing negative to say about Jimmy <laughs> Butler.
1: Okay. Nothing negative at all. Like I said, I think he's the preferred pivot from LeBron tonight, as I do think that he's got a chance of matching LeBron James.
0: How do you feel about LeBron James on DraftKings, where he's 11,300 compared to 12,500 on FanDuel?
1: Uh, I won't be playing him there. I, I pretty much have made the decision that I am not playing LeBron James tonight. Um and you know that that's a, it's a very risky play to not play him, uh, but just the sacrifices you have to make in other places to get him in—it's just not working with my projection model right now. So LeBron is a complete fade for me.
2: Well, and the problem is you've got less salary flexibility on DraftKings, that is. So he needs to be cheaper, and all of those other studs that we just talked about are cheaper. Jimmy Butler goes from ten thousand on FanDuel to eighty-eight hundred on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. So you're not – there's it looks like a savings on DraftKings mm-hmm. for LeBron. It's really a savings for everyone except for Harden. Yep.
0: Okay. So if you start your lineup with Isaiah Thomas, Jimmy Butler, and Aaron Gordon, you feel good about that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, excellent. So uh, we've got a lot of news to get to. Mike, I do want you to tell us about Sportsline, if you wouldn't mind, just some of the things you can get on Sportsline. I know, look, a lot of people are – Gonna to want to play some wagers on the Super Bowl. We'll have a ton of picks on that, but also the AFC and NFC Championship games. It's not just a betting site though. There's a lot more to it. So
1: promo it up, Mike. All right. So yeah, you go to sportsline.com, ten bucks a month. You're gonna get computer simulations for every game. Uh so that's you know, we're actually simulating every game ten thousand times before it happens, giving you the results. It's gonna give you a moneyline pick, a spread pick, a total pick for every game in every sport uh you also get dfs advice from me you get my exact optimal lineups that i'm going to be playing on fanduel and draftkings uh as well as other player projections and rankings uh, and like i said that's for every sport not just you know we're talking about basketball here but you can get that for nhl if you want uh we've got college basketball college football obviously during season uh so there's a lot over there it's a great value for 10 bucks a month
0: and when we talk about the computer simulations that like for for you know jacksonville new england That is two of our people on the Sportsline staff playing Madden 10,000 times this week. So we get the, you know, the best possible predicted outcome. So it's a lot of work that goes into it.
1: A lot of work. That's actually a (laughs) a prelim projection that you're seeing right now. We still have 46 matchups left to simulate. (laughs) Uh, I'll be doing that after we get off the show.
0: All right, yeah, get to it, get to it. So, uh, good stuff on Sportsline.com. Please sign up, 10 bucks a month, and you will not regret it. How about, uh, the studs? I guess we kind of talked about the depth. Is there a position that's particularly deep tonight in a four game slate?
1: Um, I, I think shooting guard is pretty deep just because there's a lot of guys that you could use and, you know, center is still deep. You know, there's a lot of guys that you could use at center too. So I think shooting guard and center are the most deep positions for me.
0: Okay. I guess we should get into the news. Kyrie Irving and Marcus Smart are questionable for Boston as they host Philadelphia. Kyrie Irving and Marcus Smart questionable.
2: Yeah, and my understanding of the Kyrie thing, he is definitely listed as questionable. He did not practice yesterday, and it was soreness. I kind of feel like Kyrie is going to play. I'm wondering if this injury tag drives his ownership down and he becomes a better play because of it.
1: It absolutely drives his ownership down. Uh, I don't think that many people are going to be looking to invest in, in Kyrie at 8,200 tonight. I think he's kind of in that mid-range, you know, with that questionable tag. Uh, I personally, I don't have a real strong take on whether I think he plays or not. Yeah. Uh, you know, based on where the line's sitting right now, but I think that, uh, I think he will be low-owned. I think you're going to get a, you know, you gotta temper the expectations a little when you're, you know, low owned for a four game slate would be 15%. Right. So, but so I, I,
2: it, I do like the idea what, once he's cleared, if he's cleared like I think he will be of playing him. And of course, if he's not cleared, then just give me all the Terry Rozier.
0: Okay. And also other news items, Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green are out. And we already told you James Harden will be active, but on a minute, a minutes. Limit of twenty five minutes. So Ariza, Green out, and Harden within you know a pretty pretty low limit of twenty five minutes in this game against Minnesota.
1: Yeah, real impact here is you know it's really tough to tell what's going to happen with James Harden coming back because Harden's certainly going to use up a ton of usage in those twenty five minutes. Uh, I think you know you can look at PJ Tucker if you're looking to kind of punt. Yep, Uh he's going to. He's going to play minutes. You know, he was going to play anyway in this spot because they're going to need his defensive ability against this team. Uh, so I think he's definitely worth a look. Uh, you should probably see him. I haven't projected for 29 minutes tonight, and that's pretty much as much as he's played all season. And when he has played that, he's, you know, he's scored probably 0.8 to 0.9 fantasy points a minute. So. He's looking like a pretty sharp value on uh, both sides tonight.
2: I would expect you're going to see, and the one, I guess I said I had nothing negative to say about Jimmy Butler. The one negative I would say maybe is that he could be matched up with James Harden for 24 minutes. Yep. If that's the case, that matches up P.J. Tucker with Andrew Wiggins. Um, Wiggins is not going to impede Tucker from doing anything that he wants to do. Right. Tucker's a hustle, get after it guy. It's rebounds, steals, stuff like that. Wiggins is just going to let him do all that that do wants. Yes, definitely.
0: And finally, in Philadelphia's game at Boston, they will be without Rashawn
1: Holmes. Uh Dario Saric is really the guy that I'm most interested in here. I mean, it, it helps everyone just because of the way Philly plays. You know, it's a little tiny bump to TJ McConnell. It's a little tiny bump to Covington. And uh like I said, Dario Saric, I think that Saric is, you know, he's kind of like Urson. He's he's very similar in that there, you know, you kind of know what you're going to get. He's not really going to go 8X for you at 5,300, but, you know, with four games, he does have a pretty high floor in this game. It is a tough matchup, but because it's a tough matchup, it's kind of one of those where the other people are struggling. Like Embiid's got a tough matchup here. Saric might get a few extra shots in this game.
2: I will make you feel a little bit better. Um, Three of his last seven and four of his last nine games, he has topped 40 FanDuel points. So there's there's a little upside there as well. I think more than there is with Urson, as much as I love Urson. Yep.
0: All right, guys, let's go through the positions then. And sometimes we do games, sometimes we do positions, four-game slate. So I think we can just take a look at each position. And point guard, you need two on FanDuel. One of them is going to be Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is my point guard on DraftKings right now, as well as I'm constructing this roster. Uh, What is your take on point guard other than Isaiah Thomas? Who do you like tonight? We we like Kyrie Irving if he plays. We're thinking his ownership might be pretty low. He's at 8,200 on FanDuel, and Irving is 8,300 on DraftKings. What else you got?
1: So point guard tonight really, you know, it, it's all about watching the news. Uh, And the name that you mentioned, Kyrie Irving, is right at the center of that because with Irving and Marcus Smart questionable, If either of those guys or both is ruled out, then Terry Rozier becomes must play status. And he would be, you know, he would be the guy that you'd be pairing with Isaiah Thomas.
2: I like Kyrie in tournaments if he's active. And I like Alfred Payton quite a bit as well. And he has had just some absolutely miserable performances as of late. But he is going to match up with Isaiah Thomas, who I think is a good play, but he's never a good defender. And so a lot of times teams will just attack wherever Thomas is on the floor.
1: We don't like Chris Paul and Damian Lillard at their price, right? Nope. Uh, no interest in playing really either of those guys, especially in like your primary lineups. I, you know, if you want to play one of them in a a tournament lineup, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, but if you're going to do that, I would, Kind of like Heath said, I would rather take a gamble on Elf Payton here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his minutes have been pretty wild recently. You know, he's only played like 22 minutes in a couple of games. Right. Uh, but this is a game where I wouldn't be shocked at all to see him play 35 again. So I think I would rather take a gamble on Elf Payton than pay up.
0: What about Jeff Teague? He's $100 more than Payton on FanDuel uh, and uh, $100 less on DraftKings.
1: It's a really interesting spot. I think that, uh, you know, this is a good pace game for them on the four game slate here. Uh, you know, everyone's probably, myself included, going to shy away just because of the matchup with Chris Paul. Yep. Uh, you know, pretty much the worst matchup you can get in the league, certainly on this four game slate. Um, you know, I, I don't hate it because the price, you know, there's still a little bit of value there. And I think he's still probably going to score, you know, 30 fantasy points. So it's a relatively high floor. But. The chances of Jeff Teague scoring 60 fantasy points are essentially zero.
0: Who do you prefer, Alfred Payton, or and not even with Price? Just let's say the Price the same. Terry Rozier, assuming the injuries you know shake out in a way that makes Rozier a must play. Who do you think would score more points, Payton or Rozier?
2: If Smart and Irving are both out, I'll take
1: Rozier. Yeah, I'll take Rozier for sure. Okay, uh,
0: I'm going to give you some more names. Tell me if you have any interest in playing Collison, McConnell. Derek Rose, Napier, Corey Joseph, DJ Augustine.
1: Uh TJ McConnell for sure. He's played very well. He's probably gonna be twenty percent owned tonight, uh, depending on what happens with the Boston Celtics. And other than that, I, I don't have a ton of interest in any of those other guys. Nope. I, I would not play Derek Rose. So do you think
0: TJ McConnell at fifty one hundred is a better value than Alfred Payton at sixty seven
1: hundred? No question for me.
0: Yes. And then on DraftKings, McConnell's forty four hundred and Peyton is sixty four hundred. So same thing,
1: same concept there? Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think there's zero chance that I'll play Elf Peyton on DraftKings.
0: Okay. Uh going over to Shooting Guard. Shooting guard, got nobody in my lineups yet. On DraftKings, I do have Jimmy Butler there. Uh but he's you could be slotted into other he can be small forward, right?
1: Butler? Uh no, he's Not? actually shooting guard only. It's kind of interesting that he doesn't have the dual position on DraftKings right now. Mm, okay. Um it's just based on how you know, kind of like we use with our fantasy product, it's just how their stat provider lists them.
0: Okay. So he's my small forward on uh on FanDuel. Butler's my shooting guard on DraftKings. But other shooting guards that you like tonight, guys.
1: Uh I I mean I kind of like Andrew Wiggins, yeah. but I, I like You know, pretty much all of the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight that are going to play. The good thing about Minnesota is they just, they play so many heavy minutes with their starters that on a four game slate, it's really nice to know that your guys are guaranteed to play 35 plus minutes here. I Uh, think
2: this could be one of those games where Jamal Crawford gets cooking just a little bit. It's not a revenge game from the fact of going up against the Rockets, but it is a revenge game going up against Chris Paul. Yes. And there is certainly a possibility that James Harden, the other shooting guard on the other side, gets somebody in foul trouble and they have to go to Crawford a little bit earlier. He's just $3,500. And even if he just gives you what he generally does in that 17, 18, 19 range, he's not killing you. Right. But, but I, I just, I got a feeling there's a little bit of upside there in tournaments as well.
1: Yeah, a little bit of upside there. And the thing I want to point out too, you know, we mentioned PJ Tucker, who's near minimum. Yep. PJ Tucker, could be as high as twenty percent owned tonight. Right. Crawford, I would be shocked if he was more than four percent owned. Which is eight. tough to find on a four-game slate. Yeah, it's nearly impossible. So I I definitely like that play in tournaments.
0: Yeah, sounds like an all tournament team type of player. So we are avoiding Harden because of the mining the <laughs> I keep trying to say innings limit, the minutes limit. Um Oladipo at ninety three hundred, too hot, too high, eighty five hundred on DraftKings for Oladipo.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not gonna pay for him, like especially on DraftKings, you know, you might be able to work him in with Butler, but I'm certainly not prioritizing him over Jimmy Butler. And on FanDuel I think the price is just too high. Um, he does have the upside. There's no doubt that he has sixty fantasy point upside in this game. Uh it's just not a spot that I'm really that excited about with this matchup.
2: I think maybe Eric Gordon's price fell too far. I understand with Harden's back why he is back below seven thousand. Yep but Harden's only going to play 24 minutes and Ariza and Green both out. Yeah. I don't think there's any way you get less than 32, 33 minutes from Eric Gordon, and for the most part, when he's played that much, he's given you value at 6,800.
1: I I, I definitely agree with you. I'll actually tell you, I still have Gordon projected for 36 minutes tonight because of the way Minnesota matches up. When you think about it, when they run out there, they're going to have Teague, Butler, and Wiggins. Teague, Butler, and Wiggins is really matches up very well Where I wouldn't be shocked at all if Eric Gordon started this game. Yeah, like they could run out there with Chris Paul, James Harden, Eric Gordon as those three to match up with them, and I I think that that works on both sides of the ball. So I I like Eric Gordon. I have him projected pretty highly tonight.
0: You think he's a better value, Eric Gordon, than C.J. McCollum?
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Not even close.
0: I know you say you like Wiggins, Um, Fournier, Smart. Who's game? Who's a game time decision? Dwayne Wade, J.R. Smith, and uh, now I mean it is a big drop, so you can't, can't even really compare Evan Fournier and Smart to uh, the rest of the guys. After Dwayne Wade, they're like thirty six hundred dollars, so it's not uh, not a lot of options tonight at shooting guard, I guess. So I have Eric Gordon as one of them, and Jimmy Butler on DraftKings. Uh, we can come back to that. Well, we'll obviously give you lineups, but it sounds like you guys like Gordon; uh, it would be a good option tonight. Small forward: uh, No on LeBron James, yes on Jimmy Butler. Who else at small forward?
1: Uh, you gotta consider Jalen Brown a little bit. Uh, that's kinda gonna, de- for me it's gonna depend on what happens with Kyrie Irving and what happens really with Marcus Smart. Uh, they, you know, this is a rematch. I know they played the game in London, but they just played Philly, uh, you know, last week. Jalen Brown played very well, 35.8 FanDuel points in that game. And I think he has, uh, a pretty good opportunity to do that again tonight.
2: I like Jonathan Simmons. Uh, he had saw his minutes go down for about a week when he was dealing with a back issue. But he's been back over 30 minutes in each of his last two games. He was terrible in his last game, which should help keep his ownership down a little bit. But we've definitely seen him show 35-40 fantasy point upside. He's just 4,500. It's not a bad matchup at all against the Cavs.
1: I definitely agree with that, and I love the fact that he didn't play against the Cavs either, so there's no real box score. People kind of get to right. look at that. Uh I do think he'll go under-owned, and I think that he's someone I'm I'm personally probably a little more interested on DraftKings, but I do like Simmons a lot, as this is a, a very good pace of play uh, against a pretty poor Cleveland team.
0: Simmons, 4,500 on FanDuel, 4,600 on DraftKings. Do you have any interest in... Lance Stevenson at 4900 Robert Covington at 5300
1: Uh Covington's a wild card here. You know, this is a spot where he has to play well for Philly. Um, he did not play well at all against them last time. He only scored six fantasy points. But, you know, especially on FanDuel where blocks and steals are worth three fantasy points each, he is someone that is always going to have upside. Uh, I mean, he he truly has 40-plus fantasy point upside every time he takes the floor. So, you gotta consider him in tournaments.
0: Any dirt cheap options at small forward?
1: Uh, PJ Tucker. Yep, that's, uh, that's, that's the it. one. Okay.
0: PJ yep. Tucker. Uh, if you need, if you need to save some money. Alright, let's go to Power Forward then. And Power Forward is headlined by Ben Simmons on, uh, dra- on FanDuel and on DraftKings. It is LeBron James, Kevin Love. Uh, am I missing something here?
1: Nope, that's just the multiple yeah, position wow. eligibility.
0: Okay, so it's, Ben Simmons is not even eligible at Power Forward on DraftKings. He's, right, he's
1: a point guard on DraftKings. Yeah, and a small forward. And a small forward.
0: Alright, so, uh, this is a little bit of a different conversation. But if we start with FanDuel, who do you like at, at Power Forward? Aaron Gordon, we do like. He's in, he's in our lineups.
1: Yeah, after Aaron Gordon, I think, you know, you've got a number of options that, that could be fine, uh, you know, Taj Gibson, Alfreak Aminu, uh Thad Young, Sabonis. You know, there's a lot of options. Jason Tatum's in play. Marcus Moore. leave Ryan Anderson out of it. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we we will get there. Um Yeah, there's a ton of options here at Power Forward. Uh I think Aaron Gordon is still my favorite uh, at this point, so I will agree with uh with Heath's must play there. Uh after that, who do you like? Uh Shari- Shutting out, sorry,
2: each whatever. I never say that correctly. I, I think he's probably my second favorite option to power forward position. Yep. Uh, it's going to be tough to play two expensive guys. I wouldn't be that surprised if Sabonis is high owned yep. tonight just because of the minutes that he should get with Miles Turner still out. Does it count as a revenge game since his dad played for Portland?
1: <laughs> um, well, they treated him very well, it, didn't they? They might. They're back. You know, he's back in Portland. He's back in Portland,
2: where he probably grew up mm-hmm. playing basketball. I like yep. that. It's a bonus. So um, Dario Saric, so, you like? But you. I probably won't play him. Okay. Um, I could see a situation where I play both Simmons and Gordon. If I go mid range I'm probably going Sar- Saric. and if I go cheap, I'm going Ryan Anderson, like I always do. Ryan Anderson.
0: All right, then moving on to center. Who's going to be at center?
1: Uh, give me Carl Anthony towns. Uh, I think that that's really, for me, it's the only way to look tonight. Um, you know, I guess you could take a flyer on Clint Capella, but I'm not paying for Joel Embiid in this spot against Horford, um, that could bite me, but well, I'm, I'm saying Horford is somebody I think you have to consider too. Yes. Oh no, definitely. Definitely have to consider Horford. Uh, I kind of want to, I, I don't mind him. I'm leaning towards Carl Anthony towns right now. Yep. But if Irving and or Smart is ruled out, I might be a little more interested in Horford as I think he'll take a little more scoring load.
0: I got a fan lineup then.
1: All right, let's, let's hear see it. see how you guys Already. like it.
0: Isaiah Thomas, TJ McConnell, Eric Gordon, Evan Fournier. He was the last person I put in my lineup. Jimmy Butler, Jonathan Simmons, Aaron Gordon, Dario Saric, and Carl Anthony Towns.
1: Looks like a winner.
0: Yeah, I I
2: don't – your, your second point guard and shooting guard were who?
0: McConnell and Fournier.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: think I have any objection to anything you've done here, Adam. If I drop down from Carl Anthony Towns and go to Horford at center, I can then put in, instead of Evan Fournier, at shooting guard, Eric Gordon. Oh, I already, already have him. Already I have him. Already I have him. Have him. Uh, and Andrew Wiggins you cannot play Eric Gordon. A- Andrew watch. Wiggins, um, but and I'd have a ton of money left over. No, that's I. I think
2: uh, this will probably like. There's probably going to, have to be something we do here in tournaments to differentiate ourselves a little bit. Although Simmons should have low ownership. Um, other than that, we might be a little too chalky for a tournament.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. going to this is a cash game, baby. I don't, I don't need it. So I'm, put, okay, so I'm putting Towns really track in. I'm putting Towns great back in. Great shape for cash games. All right. Again, it's uh, Isaiah McConnell, Isaiah Thomas, McConnell, Gordon Fournier, Butler, Simmons, Gordon, Sarich, and Carl Anthony Towns. All right, I feel good about. It. I'm excited. Like yesterday, we got screwed because of the injury. We're gonna do well today. There's no way anybody's getting injured tonight. No,
1: never happens. Never. Not
0: none of our guys. Um, I need help with DraftKings, Heath. Can you help me out? Who Who do you have? Well, I I have a lineup that's not sustainable. Um, okay, as I put Carl Anthony Towns in, I only have nineteen hundred dollars left for my okay. utility. So, I have Isaiah Thomas, Jimmy Butler, Aaron Gordon, Dario Saric, Carl Anthony Towns, Eric Gordon, and Jonathan Simmons. It's pretty so Isaiah pretty Thomas,
2: awesome. Jimmy Butler, both Gordons, yes, um, Saric,
0: Towns, and Simmons. Well, can't you just drop down from towns to Horford? Sure. Let's see how that uh Okay, now we have 4000 left on my utility. Here are some names. Uh Corey Joseph, Evan Turner. Let's see. Uh Mayor Johnson, Shane Larkin, Jeff Green. Bunch of, you know, not such great options.
1: You know how it's Booker blows my mind that it always works out that you always just have enough money for Evan Turner. That's the worst thing for me. I hate Evan Turner. Yes. Uh but he's always there. You've always got enough money for Evan Turner. Yeah. Yeah, we do talk about him a lot.
0: So it's, uh, it's
1: a brutal thing. And for he's awful. PJ
0: Tucker? I could go PJ Tucker.
1: Uh yes, I would definitely go PJ Tucker. Okay.
0: So Isaiah Thomas, Jimmy Butler, Aaron Gordon, Eric Gordon, Dario Saric, Al Horford. Jonathan Simmons and PJ Tucker. Sounds great. Now, do I need to put Rozier in my lineup if Smart and who and uh, help me out? Sorry, Smart and Irving, yeah, duh, are out. Uh, I probably would. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, thank you. Good to know.
1: I- yeah. If, if you need what- to put him in, I would probably drop Sarich out of that lineup and. Get Rozier in somehow and, you know, maybe look to upgrade anywhere else. But you no. could
2: also – a real easy way you could do it is if you just drop Simmons, put Tucker at power forward, and put Rosier at utility. But I – you could also just put Horford at center
0: and do it that way as well. Okay. All right, good stuff. Any lineups you want to give out or are we nope. good with that? Okay. Then, with that said, all tournament team, and then we'll finish with NFL.
1: Um, well, I, we got Crawford at shooting guard, Mm -hmm. Elf Payton at point guard, or Kyrie or Kyrie. Yes. Yep. Um, small forward. I'm, I guess Covington. I mean, I think he'll probably be too high owned though for that. I don't know that there is a good small forward option, but we can just say Covington, you don't, not every
2: player in your tournament lineup needs to be contrarian.
1: Right. Yep. I would actually leave Jimmy Butler in it, (laughs) 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 but, uh, power. Forward. I've got one guy in mind. All right. Who is it? Taj Gibson. Uh, I sure. Think that he, you know, out of all the Minnesota players, he's going to be the lowest owned. Yeah. And this is a spot where, you know, I mean, he's going to play his 35, 38 minutes. Um, you know, he's got a little upside here. So I think Taj Gibson's that guy just because it's going to be low owned. And, you know, we talked about Simmons and Gordon already, so. Taj has as much upside as anybody else.
0: Cool. All right, guys. Thanks. So how do you feel about the four NFL games this week? I wish uh, Two, were. two, four I'd NFL teams, in playing two NFL games this week.
1: Yeah, I would love four games, but yeah, we right? only have two. So basically what this comes down to is you need to pick between the Patriots offense or Jacksonville defense or yeah, for me anyway, that's what this whole if you're talking DFS, that's what the slate comes down to. Um, I I actually think that you can play a couple Patriots against the Jacksonville defense also. Uh but I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that.
2: I uh we did the FFT podcast this morning and I told Adam that I I think I'm I'm going back and forth. I don't enjoy two game slates of any I mean you hear how much I complain every single week. When we have four-game slates. Yep. So a two-game slate, I hate even more. And what, what I told Adam was it's not what I think is going to happen. It's not what I even think is likely to happen. It is what can I profit on if it does happen. And so my thought process was let's go for the Jacksonville-New England shootout. Okay. Just a complete and total shootout. So I've left a thousand dollars on the table. Wow! And put together my—I hope, like I don't even know for sure if it's Contrarian. I hope it's Contrarian, but I've got Bortles, mm. Marquise Lee, Deedee Dee Westbrook. Wow! Dion Lewis, Brandon Cooks, and Gronk. And then I paired Latavius Murray with the Vikings defense and Kai Forbath. I like it. So basically, there's there's two things that need to happen. The I'm betting on the Vikings dominate the Eagles defensively, and then just hand it off to Murray the whole second half. And the Jags and Pates, P- Patriots have a shootout.
1: It's interesting. I like it. It's a lot different than what I have. That that's that's good. That's good. That's am trying you're... to be a
2: lot different from what everybody
1: has. So I have two New England Patriots in my optimal lineup that you can get on Sportsline. Okay. And I will tell you who they are. Dion Lewis and Steven Gostkowski, the kicker. The <laughs> kicker. That's it. That's the only New England Patriots I have on FanDuel this week. Why not Gronk? Because I like Kyle Rudolph in this game. Or, in the, you know, this weekend. I think Gronk is too expensive for for what I'm looking at doing here. Uh, my quarterback, I'll give you that. And then the rest you're going to have to go over on Sportsline to get. But... I am going with Case Keenum. Adam's guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I was trying to
2: explain this to him earlier because he was telling me he was going to play Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, but he didn't have Case Keenum as his quarterback.
0: And I said, you've got to have Case Keenum as your quarterback. Well, the to. thing is, I just think the wide receivers are dreadful this week. And I think those two are the best. I mean, there's only one team that really struggles with wide receivers and that's the Patriots. All right, I'm sorry. That's the, uh, that's the Eagles. Correct. Me. The Patriots struggle with slot-wide receivers But I don't want Keelan Cole Or Alan Hearns um, So I don't have much faith in Brandon Cooks Because quite frankly he hasn't really been that good lately He hasn't been that good for much of the season And he's going to have a very tough matchup He could clearly score But but um, I, I don't want Brandon Cooks And I think Thielen and Diggs Look, last week before the final play of the game They both had around 5 catches for 75 yards Diggs got the 61 yard touchdown and really boosted it. But even if he didn't go the rest of the 40 yards, he would have had like six, or six catches or so for close to a hundred yards. So I, that's why I think, I think they're both going to be solid. I think one of them is going to be really good. And I don't love the wide receivers, but I just like Tom Brady a lot more than I like Case Keenum. And look, Diggs and Thielen were both good last week and Brady was a lot better than Keenum. So I have Diggs, Thielen and Brady. I like my FanDuel lineup. I hate my DraftKings lineup. My FanDuel lineup has two players that I think are going to be duds, James White and Marquise Lee. But I do think that both of them have potential. James White is, you know, they love him in the playoffs, it seems. And Marquise Lee, if they're behind and they're throwing a lot, Marquise Lee is their best wide receiver, in my opinion. So it's not a terrible play. So other than that, I have Brady, who I love. I have Latavius Murray, who gets 19 carries every game. I have Diggs and Thielen, who I really like. Rob Gronkowski, who I think is probably the best play this week. Steven Goskowski, who I know Mike McClure likes. Yep. And the Vikings DST. And I have $800 remaining. I, I could go to the Patriots DST, but I'm not, I'm not sure. That'll be a game time decision
1: for me. I, I would, I would recommend picking a defense that's gonna win the game. And I'm not sure the Patriots are gonna do that. Whew. You think the Jaguars are gonna win, huh? I don't know if I think that. I'd like to think that. Uh, I think that it's more than just a puncher's chance here. I think that that's, uh, I think it could be a very competitive game. My question is, are you worried at all about Tom Brady injuring the throwing hand?
0: Yeah, but yes. The man though has had so many midweek injuries that have just amounted to absolutely nothing that I can't, unless we get a report before the game that he's, that he's seriously hampered, I just can't, I can't
2: put any Next stock question. into it. My 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 feeling on the Tom Brady injury is that somebody ran into him in practice when they weren't supposed to, Mm -hmm. and he was so mad (laughs) that they ran into him when they weren't supposed to that he acted like he was hurt for a day, so they felt bad, so they wouldn't do it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably.
1: Next question. I don't (laughs) want to suggest that people play dirty, but if you're the Jaguars, is it worth taking a late hit penalty on Tom Brady early in this game? No. Absolutely. It absolutely (laughs) is, and I... Is there... (laughs) You know, the Jaguars, they they have the ability to get to the quarterback.
0: Are you baking this into your projections?
1: I do. I do no. have a, uh, you know, I kind of, especially in a sport like football, I definitely look at things like this. Interesting. And I am actually a little concerned with the hand injury, but I'm also just concerned with, out of all the teams that they've played, I think that Jacksonville has the ability to get to the quarterback a lot better than uh what New England has seen recently. So... I am a little worried about it. I, I think that Jacksonville has a pretty good shot of pulling off the upset here defensively. It's just a matter of what Blake Bortles can do.
0: Yeah. I don't disagree uh, really. I, I and I don't think the Tom Coughlin thing can be completely understated. Uh, he, well, of course not. Uh, do you? Well,
2: you're a I, I, I know what you're going to say. I know you're making me out yes, to be a I think homer, the but the Tom Coughlin you... thing can be overstated. I do not think that Tom G- Coughlin has a secret of how to beat Bill Belichick.
0: He might. Why is that so out of, out of the, why is that so unrealistic? He's
2: the coach in the NFL. I'm not saying
0: Tom Coughlin's a better coach than him. I'm just saying that he does pretty well against him. He has a secret recipe,
2: regardless of team or players or situation for beating the greatest coach in the
0: history of the NFL. No, of competing with the greatest coach who he used to coach with. Maybe he has his number a little bit and they have a similar defense in, in the turn and in that they can get to the quarterback. That's what the Giants were able to do against him, so I don't know there's some there could be something there It could just be a little confidence that they have, but uh all right anyway, um yeah, I'm not even giving my draftkings lineup because it sucks. it's a loser I did like Heaths Draftkings lineup a lot. Thank you. would you like to give it?
2: Oh, yes, <laughs> I didn't give that on this show did I? <laughs> You're cute no, you did i uh Tom Brady is my quarterback on Draftkings. And I did something that I know that Mike will like, and I'm punting the flex position with $2,500 Trey Burton.
1: Nice. I know that's a, uh, that's a Mike move. Yep. Especially in the playoffs with four games. Three, the two games, sorry. Yeah, three, four games. It, you're
2: gonna have a hard time finding low-owned guys with two games happening, but I think you can find low-owned combinations. And I doubt there are a lot of people that play both Deion Lewis and James White together. I have Deion Lewis and James White together, as well as Rob Gronkowski. I'm playing the Eagles defense, just still hoping that Case Keenum turns into a pumpkin. And my wide receivers are Marquise Lee, Alshon Jeffrey, and Stephon Diggs.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: So Brady, Lewis, White,
0: Lee, Jeffrey, Diggs, Burton, Gronk, Eagles. Okay. And the Kyle Rudolph thing, Mike, I mean, I went to Rudolph last week and I felt pretty good about it. And Keenum went to Rudolph twice in the end zone and they just couldn't complete it. But at least he got down there and he looked for him.
1: Yeah. No, he's getting red zone targets. Uh, I'll tell you my DraftKings lineup. Uh, there is one player similar to Heath in that I have, <laughs> I have Alshon Jeffrey. I like Kyle Rudolph and the Jags D. The rest of it, definitely going to have to head over to Sportsline to get the rest of it. But it's I like my teams quite a bit this week.
0: See, like, that's the thing with with Alshon Jeffrey is he's not – he's pretty cheap, I guess, right? He's 4600 mm-hmm. but there aren't really expensive wide receivers this week. But Alshon Jeffrey, if if he sees Xavier Rhodes, I mean, this is a guy who shut down Julio Jones and A.J. Green. Why should we have any faith in Alshon Jeffrey? You both have Alshon in your lineup. Well, we have definitely seen that uh, certain
2: weeks Rhodes are open.
0: Yep. I guess, yeah. I mean – Yes, Michael like Thomas caught week. two touchdowns last week, yes. Michael Thomas just completely destroyed him. It, did he? Yes. I mean, he – all right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's it for the show. We're back tomorrow with a big NBA slate. We'll tell you about it. For Heath Cummings and Michael 4 I'm Adam Azer. See you then.